Alex was right. Tom Brady heading back to the Super Bowl again. Again, Alex was right. Let me hear it, Justin. Why do I have to say it? I was right. I was right weeks ago. Weeks. Weeks as we're back in studio, by the way. Happy to be back. Uh, Recording a few shows today. Tuesday, the 26th, January 2021. Justin and I back in studio, back face-to-face. Been an eventful week since we've gone. Obviously, Tom Brady going to his 10th Super Bowl. As I predicted. Patrick Mahomes. As but, I predicted but weeks ago. As I predicted weeks ago. More again. importantly, Jimmer Fredette dropped 70 points for the Shanghai Sharks. Unreal. 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 You know, 10, 10 Super Bowls is great and all, but Jimmer Fredette, he dropped 70 for the Shanghai Sharks. What beats that? I don't know. Tom Brady going to his 10th Super Bowl? I don't think so. Nah, maybe. Maybe, know. maybe. You know maybe. how hard it is to drop 70 points? In the CBL? China Basketball League? CBL? Yeah. I'm going to assume where, that's where Shanghai is? Yes. I, I think that's in China. Yes, it is. Okay. No, it is. Okay. It, is. I it definitely so. is. I thought so. But uh, I don't know. Tom Brady, 10 Super Bowl. Jimmer Fredette. I mean, how old is Jimmer Fredette now? Washed up has been. How old is Jimmer Fredette? dropping dimes in the CBL. I don't know. Uh, is it really that hard to drop how 70 points? How old is Jimmer Fredette? Ask Siri. I am. He's only 31? Wow. Wow. He wow. Ought, he's, he's, due wow. For a, he's due for a comeback. Wow. Jimmer, All right. That's crazy. Let's steer this shit back on track. Tampa Bay going into Green Bay. The Battle of the Bays. Tampa Bay is your winner. They're heading to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, again, 10th Super Bowl for touchdown Tommy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. As J.J. Watt tweeted out, he says, just absurd what Tom Brady has accomplished in his career. Undisputed greatest of all time, not even remotely debatable. Unreal. Now, the game, of course, didn't come out, come, uh, didn't finish up without its controversies, of course. Most importantly, looking on the Offensive side of the ball for Green Bay, Coach Matt LaFleur electing to kick a field goal in the dying minutes of the fourth quarter in which they were down eight points. Yes, that is one possession in Tampa Bay territory, in Tampa Bay's red zone, mind you. They're going to kick a field goal, fourth and eight. They kicked the field goal. Again, what what are we doing? What are we doing? That made no sense to me. You have Aaron Rodgers, who is the MVP of the league, undisputedly. Definitely the MVP, right, Alex? Absolutely. You're going to hop on board with that. Absolutely the MVP of this season. Uh, There's really no reason you shouldn't put the game in Aaron Rodgers' hands. A guy who is undoubtedly top 10 of all time. Undoubtedly. You could talk top 5 if you really wanted to. Top 10. I'm going to leave it at top 10. I'm not not in the mood for a debate right now. I'm not looking for a debate either. I'm just saying top 10 undoubtedly, correct? Yes. We're both on on the same page there. You have a guy who's top 10 in the NFL – History at the quarterback position, and you take a field goal, knowing who's on the other side of that on the other side of that field. Who is it? Who is it, Alex? Tell them. That would be the goat, touchdown, Tommy, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. You give the ball back to that guy? Are you kidding me? You've seen what this guy has done in the playoffs, the regular season. You know this guy's superhuman. Why would you give the ball back to him? It made no sense. It really makes no sense to me. I don't know what was going through Lafleur's head when he when he decided to kick the field goal. I really, I'm getting fired up thinking about it. I mean, yes, Green Bay had the three timeouts, but on the other hand, this is a point I think that's overlooked is the fact that Green Bay, you know, even if they get three or four yards and don't get the touchdown, Tampa Bay's on their own five, their own three, their own six. 
and they have to march all the way down the field or at least get a first down, keeping in mind that they can't take a safety because they're going to give the ball right back. And, you know, it, it's going to be game It's going to be game over if, if Green Bay can score after that. I, I think that point is also overlooked. I just don't know what the thought process was for Matt LaFleur. And obviously Aaron Rodgers saying it wasn't his decision. You have two of the greatest quarterbacks. You have one in the game, and you have one of them on your team in Aaron Rodgers, and you're going to kick a field goal. Really. Makes no sense to me. Really. It really doesn't. And, I, you know, last year you're kind of like, wow, this team lost to the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship, and Jimmy Garoppolo threw like seven passes. You can count them on your two hands how many passes he threw in that NFC Championship game. And, you know, that's kind of a bad loss. Now you look at this, and it's kind of – you know, it was Max Kellerman and Stephen A. were deciding, uh, debating rather, who choked. Kellerman said Rodgers choked. Yes, he had an open running lane on, I think it was third down of that same drive. He had an open running lane where, yes, he had the chance to score. But why don't you give him another chance on fourth down? It really made no sense to me. You can't stress it enough. I mean, Tom Brady has had the equivalent of three, not one, not two, three Hall of Fame careers, if you really think about it, if you really want to argue it. 2001 to 2007, uh, he had the dynasty, and he had the 16-0 and season. 2009 to 2016, he had four Super Bowls and came back down 28-3. to And then 2017 to present, dude has gone to three Super Bowls with two different teams. You want to give that guy the ball back? Are you kidding me? Or are you kidding me? It makes no sense to me. And you know what, uh, Kevin King, you know exactly where that ball is going. It had to be going right on whoever Kevin King was going to. It could have been my grandmother being covered by Kevin King. That ball's going to her, and she's going to make a catch. She got it. She, she's got it. Grammy got to make the catch. Grammy has to make the catch. I could just kind of see, like, you know, little old grandma running along the field there. But Green Bay was full of mental lapses. I mean, you look at the last play in the, in the first half from Tampa, the dot to Scotty Miller. Why aren't you playing a zone defense? Why are you pressed man-to-man? I mean, come on. They had Green Bay 100% choked, if you want to go back to that argument. This is their game to choke away. Right. There is no doubt in my mind they choked this one away. They had the game. They did. All they had to do was make two basic mental lapses and not let them happen in the last play of the first half for Tampa and the passing touchdown to Scotty Miller. And, of course, going, you know, letting it fly on fourth and eight, fourth and goal. I'm just, I'm stunned still to this day. And I'm not putting this on for this show. I am stunned thinking about it. And no, none of this is is fluff. Two times where they can take points off of the board and put them on. And this wasn't the only controversial thing in this game. I mean, let's look at the calls. You know, people saying, oh, you can't let them play for the first 58 minutes and start throwing the flag in the final two minutes. I mean... A penalty is a penalty. It's always going to come back to the refs in any sport, in anything. They're always going to blame it on the zebras. Always. Right. And, and that's just unfortunate. Granted, there were a few missed calls. There's no doubt about that. I don't think it was anything that outweighed the game. I don't think that anything, any call changed the game except, of course, for the P.I. at the end. But That sealed the game you, that after the fact that um, they had already kicked the field goal. The, the, the P.I. just seals the game. They have it in the picture. So blatantly obvious. The back tugging the jersey shirt of Tyler Johnson. That's pass interference. 
That 100% of the time, all the time, that's pass interference. And let's blame it on the refs out of frustration here. I mean, let's not forget, Tom Brady threw three interceptions. They literally had the game. Tom Brady turned the ball over three times. They had the keys to the game. They you needed to turn the, the ball to the over. Game, win the Aaron turnover. Rodgers turns exactly. over once. You win the turnover battle in football, more than likely you win the game. Right. Again, we've said it on the show before, Tom Brady defines the odds and all that. You won the turnover battle against Tom Brady. Isn't that the keys to the success? Granted, this Buccaneers defense is just no, – they're no joke. They are a good defense. Especially with Vita Vey coming back on the line. I mean, Jason Pierre-Paul had more sacks than he had fingers. Right, right, right. That's a little mean, Alex. Well, uh, you know, it's a, you don't play with fire, kids. You might get burnt, and JPP did. But what a mess. The Packers, I mean, they just could not get it together in the second half at all. I mean, if you look at it, the second half, they outscored the Bucs 16-10. to 10, but they had three picks. They had three picks in the second half and couldn't capitalize on it. That's how you win the game is capitalizing on the turnover differential, and they just didn't do it. And I know for sure those were three and outs right after. Were they? Two are out you, of three with three and you, outs. Is that a stat or are you? Paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. Or generalizing. I don't know, whichever the one. You you can't go you know three and out, and you can't have an empty possession, especially when you're turning the ball over with Tom Brady who, in fact, went 20 for 36, 280 yards, three touchdowns, and three picks. On the other end, you got Aaron Rodgers, 33 completions out of 48 attempts, 346 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Who do you think won that game? Well, we'll tell you. It wasn't Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Their defensive line, holy moly, look out, especially with a banged-up, dinged-up Kansas City Offensive line. Yeah, uh, Eric Fisher going down with the torn Achilles. And I think and that's big. And I think that's a great segue. A big man, big, big happening, big injury for a big man. I think it's a great segue to get into Kansas City and winning at home. Quick, I just want to just winning at home in Buffalo. Time. But go ahead. I mean, just the 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 end all be all for this game is how do the Packers not go for a fourth and goal with two minutes and five seconds left, down by eight. With Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. You know, you could blame the Zebras. You can blame whatever it is. The Packers had this game. You look at the interceptions. They won the turnover differential, as we said. They picked off Brady three times, which is no easy fate, even in a Bruce Arians offense. And Bruce Arians is a moron. And all of his quarterbacks struggle in, in their first year with Bruce Arians. I mean, this is just Tom Brady defying the odds even more uh, in a Bruce Arians offense. But... Packers won the turnover differential, lost the game. Packers, Aaron Rodgers had a touchdown. He might have had a touchdown on third and goal, didn't run it in. You could t- look at that. Most importantly, you look at not going for it on fourth down. That's yep, it. That's it. I mean, even if you don't, you this isn't regular season where oh, you know, we lose, we, you know, we're thirteen and three or fourteen and two. This is the NFC Conference Championship. You're going to play in the Super Bowl if you win this game. And you say, hey, you know what? We didn't get it. We couldn't stop them. We left it all in the field. Oh, you know, well, we kicked the field goal to close the gap. We just couldn't stop them and a P.I. and this and that. You got, listen, Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. You play to win the game. And they didn't. They were like, what were they waiting for? Cool, they kicked the field goal. They were still down one possession. And, then and they four- still have to stop Tom Brady, on the other hand, and then go down and score again. Come on. And then at 43 years old, I mean, Tom Brady goes into New Orleans and beats Drew Brees, then goes into Lambeau and beats Aaron Rodgers at 43 in his first year 
with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go to his 10th Super Bowl. That's just that's incredible. That, that is, it, it, I mean, I'm, I'm at a loss of words. That is incredible. Great point. Also going into Washington, people forget. Now, Washington. Taylor Heineke. How ironic. He's going back to the home field for the Super Bowl, in which I don't know if there'll be a ton of home fans. I'm sure there will be a good amount. I don't think we'll be plagued with Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans because, after all, it is a Super Bowl. You know, how many people from Tampa Bay are actually going to the Super Bowl? You're probably having more people travel in for the Super Bowl. You know, Tampa Bay, Florida, yeah, vacation, whatever, COVID, who cares? But Tampa Bay, we'll see the Kansas City Chiefs on the other side of the field at Raymond James Stadium uh, next Sunday, of course. The Chiefs beat the Bills 38-24. to I mean, it, did this game go exactly how you thought it would? Kind of did. You know, Kansas City always gets off to a slow start. I mean, look at it. Kansas City goes into the second quarter down 9 nothing. Yes. And they go into the half up 21-12. If that's not the most Kansas City thing, I don't know what it is. I mean, they always get off to a slow start, and then they start hitting their big plays. Um, I actually didn't know this going to the game. Uh, the big focus was Patrick Mahomes' head in his concussion. He has turf toe. And I didn't know that until it came up. Alex and I were watching the game together. It comes up, and it says uh, Patrick Mahomes' toe. I'm like, this is the first I'm hearing of it. But, I mean, this is Kansas, this is Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, we knew the Buffalo Bills, this was a tough task. Going into Tampa, uh, Kansas City, rather, uh, and beating the Chiefs, with any team, especially being a younger team like the Buffalo Bills, they really haven't experienced a playoff heartbreak. I mean, you, if you want to call a loss to the Houston Texans a playoff heartbreak, go for it. That's all you. I don't think it is. No. No, it isn't. It's it sure not. Isn't. And, you know, they're still a young team. The, the Bills are building something. The fact that they made it to the AFC Championship game this year, I mean, I know you and I were so big on the Bills, and we said that they could compete for the Super Bowl and all that. They proved us right. And what they are building on the field is just incredible. Um, you saw tempers flare a little bit at the end and how much they love Josh Allen. Yep. Uh, as Josh Allen throws one of his better balls of the day right off uh, right off the, the linebacker's head there. But good for Buffalo. This season is definitely a win for Buffalo. I mean, we know that the Kansas City Chiefs are this juggernaut in the AFC. And for them to go to the AFC Championship game, hold, it, hold their own for most of the game, um, pretty impressive. And it, the only thing here is you have a fantastic, outstanding Chiefs offense against a good Bills defense. They're you know good. They're not great. They're not bad. Slightly behind middle of the pack. I mean, they weren't in, in anything impressive. No, and no. Think and, about and, it, you know, and, I, if, and I know that was that was gonna ultimately gonna be their downfall for this game. They didn't keep Mahomes off the field. They didn't stop him. I mean, the first quarter nine zip. You had the uh, the muff punt. That was about it. You know, of course you're going to go up 9-zip off a muff punt in your right. own and, you know, Kansas City territory. But the the defense was just what I thought it was. It was okay, and they wouldn't be able to stop Mahomes. And that was the key to the game, and they didn't. And you know what? They lose by two scores. And here's why I want to say this was a W for the Bills this season. Well, one, you know, Tom Brady's record against the Bills. He, they didn't want to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. We know how that would have happened. Um, but most importantly, you know, Josh Allen, MVP runner-up. I mean, he's up there. He's got to be a top five candidate for MVP, if I had to guess. I don't know the – again, as we said, Aaron Rodgers kind of consensus, uh, consensusly ran away with the MVP at the end. Definitely, yes. Definitely a consensus so pick, I, I, Rodgers I really, MVP. I don't really know what the final five were, but I'm assuming Josh Allen's up there. I, I mean, hope he's he higher than Russ. I'd sure do as well. 
But if you look at it, Josh Allen and the Bills, uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs and the Bills, rather, they accomplished this with a meh defense, twentieth, flirting with the 20th ranked defense around there. The defense was okay, and they didn't get a running game going all year. You know, Devin Singletary last year, he was a guy I was really high on. I was like, this guy's going to be good next year. I even joked around with my friends. I was like, I'm going to keep him in fantasy. He's going to be a problem. I hope you didn't. I, I didn't. Hope you didn't. No, I didn't. I kept my homes. Good. But, uh, good. Good. Good pick. Good pick, right? Uh, going to switch over to Derrick Henry this year, though. I mean, Ooh. a guy who rushes. A guy, the guy gets 100 yards a game. Come on. Can't beat it. But that's what I was saying is, you know, they just they got this done with really no run game. And that's what you need in the NFL is you need a balanced attack. And if you look at the rushing stats from this game, the AFC Championship game here, Josh Allen was the leading rusher with seven carries for 88 yards, followed by Singletary at six carries, 17 yards. And this is a game, again, they led 9 nothing, And that's when you try to keep Mahomes off the field. Once you get that, once you get a lead, you kind of keep him off the field, try to damage control. And just think, you know, the Buffalo Bills, the future is absolutely bright with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Um, their defense, again, meh. Their running game never got going. They've got something good going in Buffalo. Like I said, I don't I don't know what you bring into Buffalo running back wise. I don't know if you want to implement Singletary and Zach Moss as a as a tandem. I think it could work. I don't know it, it really the the writing was on the wall once, you know, they never really got Moss going and Singletary didn't, you know, get back to the status that he was at last year. Josh Allen, I mean, is is, is a he's a dynamic threat feet in the air, both both of them certainly. He can have your quarterback be your, you know, lead rusher on a non-running quarterback. For a non-running quarterback. And I, no, I, I will say he is a he is a mobile quarterback. I wouldn't say I would want somebody like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes for that matter. Any of these quarterbacks uh, in the AFC, these younger guys, except for Lamar Jackson, who obviously runs the ball very effectively. I but he's want, built different. He's, he's, built, a, he's, he's, a, he's, he's built different. He's more of a running back, as we say that in air quotes, running back. We say it all the time. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, these guys you want to last a long time. That's how you end a quarterback's career real short, is by running them to the ground. Right. And you know what? If the Buffalo Bills can get a better defense, it doesn't have to be a great defense, just a better defense in some sort of run game around Josh Allen, this is a team to look out for. And we we saw it this year. I mean, going 15 and what, 15 and four on the season, including playoffs, they went 15 and four. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, it, you, you like you said, you, you hit it on the head. They have something building, but the Chiefs, I mean, they're going to the Super Bowl. That I mean, this has to be the closest Super Bowl to memory. And I'm not just saying that to say it. This is this has to be one of the tightest of probably years. Probably since I uh, well, I are you I, talking I, like Tampa Bay and Kansas? City yes, I'll, I'll give you this. It, Tightest since Patriots Rams, no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind on that. Which one? The early 2000s? No, 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 this one. This, this, this closest one. It, this is, this could be an all-or-nothing game in the sense where Tampa can shut down Kansas City, and Tampa has one of those stagnant offensive games, or we just have like 54 to like 47 Tampa Bay or Kansas City win. It's really an all-or-nothing game. There's no in between. This game is going to be incredible. This could be a Super Bowl for the ages. I mean, look at the quarterbacks playing it. It's it's the old. It's the top gun versus the young buck. Two I mean, top. Two out of the top four. I mean, we had the top four quarterbacks in the conference championship. We had those were the top four quarterbacks. I mean, 
Obviously, Drew Brees, you throw in there, but I mean, by default, now we got the top two. By default, top two. These are the top two quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, this is Patrick Mahomes trying to take that kind of dynasty, that young dynasty that Tom Brady had. He had that young dynasty early in his career. He has a chance to kind of, kind of maybe establish a dynasty against Tom Brady. I mean, this is just a perfect matchup. The only downfall for the Chiefs, and again, we'll, we'll get into the Super Bowl once we get closer, as this there's a lot to talk about in this game, but they're a banged-up team. Especially at the offensive line, obviously. Opt-outs, and like you said, Eric Fisher. Wiley is also kind of banged up. He's definitely playing with an, with an injury. I'm sure the week off will help. But you have rushers like GPP, you have Vita Vey. You have Shaq to watch Shaq Barrett the, on the, the edge. leader from last year. You have to watch out. With this team, and I feel like all year, his offensive line has been good. Mahomes has been good behind his offensive line. You take away one of your starters, another one of your starters for that matter, and you have a dynamic rushing defense, uh, uh, a you know, dynamic blitz defense like like the like the Bucks. You know, they got Aaron Rodgers dropped back probably what 40, 50 times against against Tampa. Can tell you in one second he dropped back. What happens when Tampa gets to Mahomes? And Mahomes hasn't been pressured most of this year. I I would say myself. I mean, for the majority of watching every single one of his games, he's had little to no pressure from from his Aaron offensive Rodgers line. dropped back forty eight times. Yes, forty eight times. Right. In this game, like you said, as tight as it gets, average points per game: Tampa Bay thirty point eight, Kansas City twenty nine point six yards per game. 40, uh, 415.8 for Kansas City, 384 for Tampa, and opposing points, opponents points per game, 22.6 for Kansas City, 22.2 for Tampa Bay. This game is going to be incredible, and I really can't wait for it. I'm, I'm excited. You know, I, I'm not going to have a pick yet. No, we're going to wait on those. But I would love to see Tom Brady win it in uh, the uh, red and white of the Tampa Bay Bucs. I really would. I mean, if there's one thing, Tom Brady, you know, and I want to, before we close out the episode, I do want to touch on the Aaron Rodgers-Tom Brady legacy, who had more on the line. We'll we'll wrap it up with that. But I do want to just say, you know, Tom Brady has the opportunity to complete what he came to Tampa Bay for in his first year. He came to Tampa Bay to prove that he can win and win a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. And he has a chance to do it in his first year. Granted, you got to think he only has two or three in Tampa Bay, two, four max. I mean, the guy's 43 now. He, he said turned. he wants to play till he's 45. He's only so, got another year. So His that, contract lines up. So I that mean, would be two, three years, four years max. I mean, as superhuman as he is, I mean, age and to him, age is just a number. But when you're 47 years old, I mean, if anyone's going to do it, it's Tom Brady. But besides the point, I mean, he has a chance to do accomplish his goal and signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in his first year. Just totally incredible. And don't forget, you know, when these two teams met in November, in late November, uh, week 12, it was, the final was 27-24. And, yes, Kansas City got off to a hot start. It was 17-0. They really simmered down at the end of that. I mean, the final score of that game was 27-24. That game was really neck and neck and had Ty- uh, Tyreek Hill not gone for, what, 200 yards in the first quarter? Right. Is that a much different game? I mean – this is going to be a tight game. It's going to be really close, and uh, I'm really, really excited for this. As a football fan, I mean, Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady, does it get any more exciting? No. Does it? It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, if you look at the AFC and the NFC, 
the quarterback you want to see out of the AFC, regardless of hatred, put hatred aside. It's probably the two most hated quarterbacks because of their, because of their just they're so good. You know what I mean? They, everyone always seems to hate the the good players, the good players, and that and that's and what course, it is. Of course, of course, of course, people are going to do. that. I mean, when Tom Brady, what is it? He's more likely to he's made the Super Bowl in ten times out of twenty one seasons. He's more likely to make the Super Bowl than Steph Curry's to make a three. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. That is incredible. And I mean, yeah, if you're outside of New England or outside of Tampa Bay now, it's hard not to hate a guy like that. He's just so freaking good and another message real quick to anyone that's listening that's a Patriots fan that doesn't want to see Brady succeed you're ungrateful you're a moron you're a moron you are a moron like oh he turned his back on the family if you weren't happy with your family wouldn't you want to like you know hey I'm going to take it two years off and then I'll come back and we'll be all together again I mean you couldn't pay the guy you just couldn't pay the guy and granted this job is I mean this just proves his value even more. If you look at the Patriots, I mean, yes, they had opt-outs on the defensive side this year. We said the Patriots weren't what they were last year. You know, the Patriots were, in your words, what, the worst 12-4 and four team in NFL history. And it was so, so blatantly obvious they and ran was, into right. Tennessee. And I, and I who, agree, who I at the time, that. Who at the time was, you know, oh, you know, another step in stone for Brady to get back on the con- – no, 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 no. And I, and I totally agree team with the 12-4. Right. And the boogeymen? What was so scary about them? They beat up on bad teams. They were the bullies. They, they, they beat the Giants, the Jets, the they Washington had, they football had Sam team. They Donald showing ghosts, uh, seeing ghosts. I mean, seriously, the that, Bills. that team's that team's intimidating to you? No. That, that that defense, rather? Yes, they had opt-outs, but if you look at it, this offense was pretty much the same as last year. They go 7-9. and nine. Cam Newton throws six touchdowns. Tom Brady has already thrown more touchdowns, or he's on pace to throw more touchdowns in the playoffs than Cam Newton did in the regular season. If that doesn't speak wonders about Tom Brady's value, I don't know what does. So you don't want to pay that guy? He was the highest-paid quarterback for a month, and then Peyton Manning tops him. That's what happens when you lowball the greatest quarterback of all time, greatest player of any sport ever. Years ago. Matter. Years ago. This, 20 years. You couldn't pay the guy the highest-paid contract once? Give him, the, give him the money that he wanted? You're lucky he was here for 20 years. I mean, I, hey, I'm a New England native, and the cold sucks. I'd go to Tampa, too. If you paid me a boatload of money, too? Oh, right? Hallelujah. Go See you play later. With Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, even get Kronk back, get a nice defense. Oh, you couldn't. You, I wouldn't even have waited. I would have said right at the Tennessee game, yeah, I'm out of here. Smell yeah, that's you. it. I'm out. Got out of here. Why it took so long, I have no idea, but. And before we wrap it up here, I did, like I said, I did want to touch on, I did want to weigh in here on the Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, whose legacy was more at stake for this one. And I want to ask for your your opinion first. It's it's and it's tight, and it's, it's a great it's, it's a great tight argument because you have Tom going to Tampa to prove the doubters wrong, and you have Aaron Rodgers, who's kind of you know he needs to get over that hump. Rodgers, you know, one and three, one and three, one and four in the NFC Championship games. Right, and you know what I said to you when you brought up that stat when we were uh, we were talking on Sunday. I said, to be fair, I mean, what he had Mike McCarthy for three of those, and know, now it's kind of, and now it's like now he's zero and two with Matt Lafleur. I mean, whose legacy was it at stake? And I want to let you continue, but I, I thought that's a good stat. I honestly think that it has to be Rodgers because he carries this guy. He carries himself as a know-it-all. I'm going to do it by myself, and we're going to win every game. What happened? What happened, Aaron? Your team lost back-to-back. You're there. You're at the top, and you can't get over the hump. You can't. You did it once. That's great. Back-to-back years you were there. 
You can't get you and your team to get over that hump, even for your own good. With all the weapons that he has, he can't do it. Tom Brady is a better quarterback. There's no doubt. There is no doubt. Is he He's the better quarterback? Is he better skilled? Is he the better skilled quarterback? That's the question. I don't know. I, and I don't maybe think Maybe so. not. Maybe, maybe, so. maybe not. Better quarterback, more and efficient. There is. Absolutely. You can go you could say, you know, Daniel Jones is a much better skilled quarterback than Tom Brady. You could. One can argue that. You Absolutely. could. You could. That, that's the point. The better quarterback. And I, and I'm sure once people heard that that take that you just said, people were like, Oh, no way. I mean, you could argue that. You you literally Tom Brady, could argue. What does that. he bring to the table skill wise? He's just the greatest. That's what that's all there is. I mean, what does he he doesn't have he's not mobile. He can throw the deep ball and throw the short. Other than his arm, what does he bring? I mean, yes, his game management and his decision making, but you can certainly argue that. And 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 I I'm gonna have to agree with you with Aaron Rodgers. You know, Tom Brady's legacy can it really get any better? It's already written. The guy, even this is just a cherry on top. Right. Even this is a, this is the rainbow sprinkles that you're gonna put on the whipped cream. Right. This is it. Even without going to the Super Bowl, the guy was gone to nine Super Bowls, has won six of them. Won the AFC East however many years in a row. was And undisputedly was the greatest. And then this was kind of just like anyone that was trying to argue he was not the GOAT has no argument now. I mean, the guy left New England and proved that he can still take a team to the Super Bowl, no matter how talented the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. I mean, Jameis Winston had the same talent. I mean, yes, they bring in Gronk, but Gronk's, what is he? He's a blocking tight end. What the guy have five touchdowns, four touchdowns? If he's that, a, he's a decoy. He's a decoy. He he's a skeleton of what he was, and that's what you expect when a guy takes two but, year, a year off. But when you have guys like Chris Goblin and Mike Evans to throw to, is in, in the emergence of Scotty Miller this year, Gronk could be a decoy, and it's going to work. Right, it's going to work, and it's just I'm going to have to agree. Back to what we were saying is that Aaron Rodgers definitely had more pressure on him. You look at Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. The fact that Tom Brady has been in the NFC one year and has been to the conference championship, I mean, has gone to the Super Bowl, rather, has been the NFC champion the same amount of times as you guys, <laughs> that's pretty embarrassing. Pretty embarrassing. Yeah, for the gatekeepers. Of the NFC. Of the NFC. And, you, uh, you know, you have the outsider come in, and he does it. Listen, Tom Brady's legacy with the Patriots, uh, Hall of Fame, no doubt. No doubt. As we said earlier, I mean, even with the Patriots. And you know what? This, two Hall of Fame careers. This thing to prove to whomever, his, his doubters, his haters, whoever, all he had to do was make it to the playoffs, lose one game. And win it, one. Win it, one. Win, you know, win a game, lose to the Saints. It's an honorable loss. So what? They beat you three times. That's that's It's hard to do, but they had just had your numbers. Sometimes teams have your numbers. They didn't. On New England side, he already proved that he, he, he was what, Drove that right. team. And, you know, for anyone he that was trying point. to argue that it was Belichick, and, I mean, can we really write that argument off? That argument will always be there, which, you know, they succeeded great together. But, and, you know, Tom Brady leaves, gets to the Super Bowl in his first year. I mean, there's just no arguing that he is the greatest quarterback or the greatest NFL player of all time. But I just wanted to get your opinion on that uh, Aaron Rodgers-Tom Brady legacy before we wrap it up. And, uh, Alex, back in the studio here. I know you love to say, uh, I know you love to plug the socials first. I do, as this music has been seemingly getting a little louder. Music. From the feedback. Oh, yeah. Uh, the radio towers here, they pick up, I think, 
a Spanish AM or FM station, and then we get it through the headphones. I'm, hey, they're pretty talented folks. I'm sure. Yeah, they are. I mean, speak singing in another language. Holy moly, I couldn't never imagine that as a uh, English speaking person. But anyway, uh, hopefully, if you listen close enough, uh, it's not our fault on the audio side. You can probably hear it. But anyway, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram at Redline Sports six one seven. And on Twitter, at Redline Sports, you can follow Justin and I on Instagram, at Justin.Turpin and at Alex Jaworski underscore. Justin, anything before we uh, partake in my favorite quote? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Be sure to check out our website, uh, redlinesportspodcast.weebly.com. I have two uh, two blogs up there, maybe three, two or three. Um, one actually coming up. Um Winners for the NFL Awards, MVP, Coach of the Year, my picks. And I also put up the three winners of the MLB free agency so far. Give it a read. I know Alex is starting. He just got a computer. I got got a laptop. laptop. So he's going to start getting ready on cracking on those. So be sure to check out our websites. Head over, click more, and it'll say Justin Turpin Blogs, Alex Jaworski Blogs. Click on us, and you can read our blogs. And as always, just appreciate the support. Yes, sir. And, of course, We still have a pandemic going on, people. Be sure to keep your mask over your ears, especially when you're wearing a winter hat. I put my mask on before I put my winter hat on. So you want to make sure you put it over your ears, over your nose, and your mouth. We will see you all whenever we uh, release another podcast. I don't know when it'll be. We're going to record a few shows uh, while we're here, and they're going to come out when they come out. Still trying to figure out our at-home studio. We'll see you when we uh, we see you. See you then.